Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Snitch on the toast, but I'm bum. Snitch on the toast. Hey, snitch on the toast, but I'm bum. Snitch on the toast. Welcome back. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. We are so excited humbled, honored, and thrilled to be having our sister, the host of The Snatchler, the light of our lives, the apple of our eyes, Margot Ashray in studio with us today, filling in for Jackie O. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's been a minute. When was the last time you were on this show? Like the day you quit? quit no the day I got laid off remember I threw up that morning and like was like not in my right mind and then before that was it old studio vibes old studio vibes so for those who are new here this is our sister Margot. she's the host of one of our toast news network shows the snatchler that'll be returning um, in September in September when the new season of the bachelorette airs we have so many questions for you about the bachelor as our bachelor bachelorette resident stan correspondent um and margaret used to work for us she used to be on every episode sitting in the corner um just like being cute and annoying yeah i wasn't annoying no you were precious precious i, was, I meant cute and precious yeah yeah but freudian slip so yeah no for sure <laughs> and then she made it big she left us she was working at a fabulous job in fashion and next thing you know a coronavirus hit and she got laid off and now she's slumming it with us yes that is Precisely exactly what happened. But we are so happy. Well, I am so happy to have you back here. Margo was going to co-host with me today. She's going to deliver the Fast Five. She is going to dole out some advice on Dear Toasters. And then we have a little interview segment because a lot of people want to know what life is like for a post-grad laid off fabulous girl such as yourself. Am I even considered post-grad anymore if it's been a year? I think so. Okay, that's good. That makes me feel better because now I feel old. And like you live in one of those buildings where like everyone's post-grad, you know? Honestly, like I don't, but yeah. It's just the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe. It's, uh, it's the area. And if you're not post-grad, that like I'm officially old, so you are so post-grad. So we are post-grad. We are both. We are yeah. bo- we're I both recently post-grad. graduated. Yeah. Four years ago. That's not that long. Yeah. I could have literally gone to like dental school. Yeah, you could be a lawyer by now. How does that make you feel? I mean, I am a lawyer, so it feels great. Are you? Yeah, no, I'm... I object. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so yes, we have a fabulous show planned for you guys today. So much excitement that the Snatchler was back on the toast. And I, I have to agree. The people are excited. What do you have to say to the people who have been waiting for you? Honestly, um, thank you so much for even caring. Like, I've been getting so many DMs, like, go back on the, on the toast. And, like, I didn't really think anybody cared if I was on it. So thanks, guys. Oh, and now Margo's a YouTuber, too. You got to plug all the projects, oh, I got so many projects. So because the last time I was on here, we were having, a, like, a conversation as to whether or not I should start my YouTube channel. And then everyone was like, you should do it, you should do it, you should do it. So now I did it, literally. I did it. <laughs> Me and Margo <laughs> literally only speak in TikTok sounds. So if you don't know what's going on, just take it easy. Take it easy. Um, I did it. <laughs> I did not it. Not me. Wrong bitch. <laughs> not me. Wrong bitch. Um, anywho, so I did it and now we are I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um I'm at 13,000 subscribers in. Yes, you're literally my favorite YouTuber. Um, and I just really enjoy your content, even though like you don't do anything, you know, but it's well, fabulous. Because like I don't have a life right now. Totally. And what was it like for you today? Oh getting up at so early. Well, not that early, but pretty, pretty early. early. Doing hair and makeup. Fact, I went to sleep five hours ago. What's it like? Um, I had like a lot of flashbacks to like when I did have a life and like I did this every morning, even earlier. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I thought I missed it, but like not so much. No, the wake me and Jackie always say like we love our jobs so much and it would be perfect if we didn't have to wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it was like two, six hours later. But are you at the point in your life where like you've been doing, how long have you been laid off slash unemployed? Um, March. So I guess four months. And I guess it's not, doesn't feel real because of the pandemic and everything. Right. But have you gotten to the point where like you sleep until 12 every day and you feel like a piece of shit? 
um, do you watch my stories? No, but yeah. do you feel like a piece of shit? Yeah, like a huge piece of shit, but it's not my fault because I can't fall asleep till 3 or 4 a.m. and I'm not about to wake myself up at 8 for no reason. I just want to say, like, if you wake yourself up at 8 for one day and then you'll be on a normal schedule. Then Honestly, that's not true. I've tried it. I just have a fucked up sleep schedule. I even took a Z-Quil last night and I couldn't fall asleep till 2.30. Z-Quil is a hell of a drug. I know. I thought I, I thought I was fucked because I couldn't fall asleep so late and then I was not going to wake up at 8. But I'm, I'm pretty good. I feel sprightly. She did it and she's wearing a blazer. Where's your outfit from? I, honestly, every piece is Princess Polly besides the shoes. You look fabulous. Thank oh, your you. Gucci shoes, they're not from Princess Polly? No, no, no. They don't sell Gucci on there. But um, thank you. This was supposed to be like my spring, summer like work looks. Spring, like summer. I had all that planned and then, you know, a pandemic hit. At least you had clothes. I'm still wearing my winter clothes. I forgot about this. I hadn't had the chance to wear it yet. Well, not that you asked, but my blouse is from <laughs> Margaret Joseph's collection, and we support our fellow podcasters at here at Toast News Network. So thank you, Margaret, for this beautiful shirt that is very slimming and actually fits me, which is, is so rare. Speaking of clothing, um, for those who may not know, last night we uploaded our third Patreon of the month, which was a vlog that I spent all day doing. I cleaned out my closet. I went through you know, some of the more questionable pieces in my wardrobe. And you know, with every vlog, you learn a lesson. Snatchler, learn a lesson. And what did I learn? What did you learn? Maybe everyone already knows this, but like I don't have a like sense of style. <laughs> like I don't have like a fashion sense. Everything I have is like weird and ugly and from ASOS. And I went through and I donated like two huge bags of clothing. And the vlog ended up being so funny and ended up being really productive. My closet looks like so Instagrammable oh, now. I'm like so jealous. It's really good. So patreon.com slash morning toast once you become a member for seven dollars and 99 cents a month you get five extra episodes from me and jackie sometimes their podcasts sometimes their vlogs we have a really fabulous vlog coming up i think you guys are gonna like um and then when you become a member you also get access to our private facebook group which is called the toast after dark for patreon members only and it's everything of the sort so that's my shameless self promo for the day back to the snatchler oh um are you a patreon subscriber i am <laughs> <laughs> Are you not? I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Wait, what? Um, honestly, because I'm somehow like logged into someone's. So like Olivia subscribed. She's a good I, sister. I've been meaning to and I tried once, but then like my credit card was really far away. And yeah. then like I meant to get back. I promise you I'll do I'll do it today. No, the I'll thing is, is like I'm not trying to be shady. If there was a way to like give friends and family like a free account, I would, but I don't know how. So it's like anyone I'm always surprised when Olivia says she pays for it because I'm like, you could just log into our account. But Olivia is a supportive mom. Yeah, no. Um I'm just somehow logged. I think it's from when I worked here. I was logged into your account and mm. I just never left. So I did I never really realized that I wasn't subscribed mm. until I realized. So do you watch the vlogs? Yes, I love the vlogs. Me I do. Like sometimes Did you watch mine? Yes. But after I sent it to you, I added 12 more minutes of content. Yes, I, I didn't get to see that one. Interesting. It's funny how things work out. No, I mean I watched what you sent. Um okay, yeah, no, it's fine, sure. Um so but, the time this, but the time this goes up, I'll be a Patreon member. I yeah, of course. No, literally she's doing it right now. <laughs> um so we have a fabulous show. I think we should just dive in because we have a lot to do today. And Jackie's not here, and she's usually the one who like is in charge of like the timing and the stories. And like I had to pick the stories today, and of course I picked the stories when not one thing happened today. Like so boring. She was quite stressed when I walked in. Yeah, but be stressful. And I don't have an iPad, I'm like working off this iPhone, like I'm living in the nineties. Your phone is as big as an iPad. No way. Not as, me. As, Wrong bit. <laughs> no, take it easy, okay? Take it easy. Have you ever seen the original TikTok, what that video is from? Yes. It's hilarious. Hilarious. That is my favorite TikTok trend. And when Margot says it and we're like drunk, it literally, it kills me. Yeah, just say it all the Do time. Do it. It's like, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, before we jump in, final question. Do you no. think you learned your lesson? No. 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 Okay. Do you think I did? No, definitely not. Okay. Snatchler doesn't learn her lesson, and that's why the chant is so perfect, because we'll be saying it till we're 90 years old. Yes. Snatchler, learn, learn your lesson. lesson. Snatchler, learn, learn your lesson. lesson. I'm glad we both stopped at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, without further ado, it is time to... Wait, oh my God, I never see this. It is time to deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> So there really wasn't much going on today. A couple follow-ups from yesterday. But I would say the biggest and only news of the day is Kanye, Kim, dramalicious moment. Mm -hmm. um, and here we go. Kanye West. Hold on, my page six is loading. Sorry, this is, I, I don't do this. Wow. Kanye West says he's trying to divorce Kim Kardashian in latest rant. Kanye West claimed he is trying to divorce his wife, Kim Kardashian, while also accusing his, her mother, Kris Jenner, of engaging in white supremacy in the latest rant from the outspoken rapper. Quote, I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met 
with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform, in quotes. West wrote on Twitter early Wednesday, West apparently was referring to, referring to a criminal justice summit attended by Kardashian and rapper Meek Mill in November 2018. Quote, Meek is my man and was respectful. That's my dog. Kim was out of line. In the series of missives, West then referred to Jenner, his mother-in-law, as Chris Jung-un and said that the Kardashians were attempting to force him into psychiatric treatment. Quote, they tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150 me. Chris and Kim put out a statement without my approval. That's not a wife. That's not what a white wife should do. White supremacy. So this is a, and he later deleted some of the posts from his Twitter feed, but this is a day two of Kanye's Twitter rant. And what we said yesterday, I don't know if you watch the show, let me just fill you in. Um, is that like, while it's probably like, you know, funny and cool to like make fun of this, it's obvious that he's like really oh going my God, through no, something. I don't think it's funny at all. It actually makes me really sad. Me too. And the fact that like people are like making memes out of it when like this person's obviously like, this is a cry for help. He's having a manic episode. Literally. And this happens like once a year, like, and it always happens on Twitter and he always gets treatment afterwards. Yeah. No, I mean, it just watching it is sad. It's just like you're watching someone spiral. So it's like, I don't understand why anyone would really like harp on that i just like everyone like honestly what bothers me the most is like the articles that are coming out about it it's just so condescending and like and everyone is just like jumping on it and it's just like he clearly like needs help so like let's maybe give him the room to do that yeah and that's exactly what jackie said yesterday um but i would be remiss if i didn't mention that he's really fabulous at making up nicknames for people because oh my God. when he called Corey gamble kamye i was i was giggling i'm not gonna lie even though it's a serious situation and chris jung-un is also I mean it's iconic nickname. he's an iconic rapper that's like what he does he's always been a wordsmith he really is a wordsmith um I don't know I just don't feel like harping on this like I Me really either. want him to get the help he needs but they say that every time Kanye um goes through one of these episodes all these tabloids are like Kim is on the phone with divorce lawyers and they say it every time so when I read articles like that I don't really believe it Me but neither. to hear the d word come from Kanye's mouth even in this state of panic I don't know. It, it, it hits different. It scares me for sure. What I don't would know, we do? I don't know. What, I actually don't know what I would do if they got a divorce. I just, it would just I, be so crazy. I know. but And I just like don't want it to happen. I just yeah. don't. For the kids, for everyone. For the kids. I just, I can't. And I think the cool thing about Kim is that like, she's she all the- fire man. Yeah, she's all these things. Businesswoman. She's like a sex icon. But she stands by her man and she's like a wife. She really does always stand by him. That's why I don't always. really believe- those articles because but I just Kanye said the word divorce which is crazy I guess but that's also because like articles were writing up about divorce so maybe it was just in his head yeah maybe maybe but again I don't really feel like spending too much time on this because it does make me really sad and I think people making a joke out of mental health um is not funny to me I won't laugh no I won't laugh but there's more Kardashian news and this is something um I saw a few days ago and I totally forgot to tell Jackie I wanted to talk about so now that I'm in charge <laughs> the cameras have taken over oh my god from page six style this is such an interesting story Christian Cowan is calling out Khloe Kardashian for selling a loaned dress Christian Cowan is airing his dirty laundry with Khloe Kardashian. The designer has accused the 36-year-old reality star of selling borrowed runway samples on her Kardashian closet website, but we hear Kardashian was never told to return the items. At Khloe Kardashian, he put on his Instagram story, why are, your run why are my runway samples I loaned you being sold on your website? An electric blue mini dress by the brand was initially listed on the Kardashians resale website for $1,300. A similar style from Cowan's spring 2020 collection retails for $1,950. Cowan also alleged that he has reached out to Kardashian's team multiple times, but has been ignored. We've emailed three times and had no response, he said. But Page Six Style has learned that Kardashian was never told she couldn't keep the gown. The dress was gifted to her through her stylist without a mention of a loan, and it was never asked to be returned, an insider told us. Strangely, the dress was later removed from the website on Monday afternoon, and a rep for Christian Cowan had no comment. The Kardashian fam family has been criticized in the past for selling their hand-me-down clothing on the Kardashian closet site with seemingly no charitable aspect involved. So there's many layers to this, but I just want to address that last part because a lot of people do think it's weird that they sell their clothes like just for money. money. Um, but I know that they have done uh, huge hauls on the real real for like children's hospital. LA. Right. I remember that. So it's not like they exclusively sell their clothes without ch a charitable thing. But it Function? is weird to sell a dress for money that you did get for free, regardless of, the, of the, if the guy was expecting it back. If he gifted it to you and you sell it for money, that's weird. Okay, but I, what I have to say about this is like, 
I don't think Khloe Kardashian knows what is being put on this website and what is being sold. Like, I'm sorry, this was an oversight probably by her stylist or by someone who works for her. And like, yes, it's going to fall on her Mm because it was technically hers. But like, guys, she didn't just like... She doesn't take a picture of the dress and list it on the eBay website. She didn't take this and was like, oh, this was gifted to me or this was loaned to me. Let's... Like, she wasn't doing it maliciously. Like, she has no fucking idea until this article comes out. She probably isn't even in charge of that email or has the password. Someone got fired. Someone got fired or got a big talking to. But, like, let's be real, guys. It's not not on Chloe. No, to, like, photograph and log all this information. Like, it's, like, basically, like, running an eBay store, photograph all the items, put the measurements, all the dimensions, and upload it all to website. It's, like, a lot of work. And there's definitely, like, a couple assistants or stylists. There's definitely, like, honestly, a Kardashian closet team. Yeah. We'll do that. I've only ever seen Chris and Chloe do Kardashian closet. I think Kim has done it. But I- I've seen them all do the real, real, like, hospital thing. Which yeah. is so cool. Because to be able to own a piece of Kardashian history, none of them are my size. So... Jackie has a piece of Kylie. Kylie history. I got really close to buying something from the only person who's even close to my size, Kris Jenner. Um, and she actually has like fabulous like resort wear, rich she woman style. style. This shit sells out so fast. I'm sure. So I don't necessarily blame Khloe Kardashian. Like one can only oversee so many aspects of her brand, like to the down to the detail. And I'm glad that they took it down. Um, but now it's like this is a like a murky place to be because like with loaned slash gifted items if someone gifts you something you're under the impression that it's yours to keep if not some, to sell no but. if someone gifts you something it's yours if they loan it to you obviously extremely different but then okay so if they were expecting it back like were they emailing asking for the dress back or they were only emailing once they saw it on a website they were only well they claimed that they had tried to get in contact with her a few times to about the, the dress, dress. Ba- that's what he said to get the dress back yeah interesting yeah no it's just like it's shady and like kind of embarrassing for Chloe. Yeah, of course. She doesn't need this petty little drama. She does not need this petty little drama. Speaking of not petty and not little drama, there's a lot going on with the Spears family. We also did uh, a Patreon episode all about Free Britney if you're wanting to hear more about that. Are you aware of the Free Britney movement? Very aware, yeah. Do you support the Free Britney movement? Yeah, I, I think she needs to be saved. I think she needs to be saved as well. Like it's clear that she's being mismanaged. Yeah, and I just see like these really creepy TikToks of like where like subliminal messages. Subliminal messages of like you like zoom in and you see like the boyfriend being like smile and yeah like just little things that get on her skin a little bit well jamie lynn spears has entered the chat okay and she is defending her badass sister britney spears ahead of conservatorship hearing so there have been conversations about mental illness on social media this week after kanye west's first campaign rally and online rambling sparked speculation Jamie Lynn Speard shared tweets on the matter from stars including Halsey on Tuesday, July 21st, and took the opportunity to address misconceptions about such conditions. She captioned a picture, which Halsey's tweets were fabulous. Like, if you're, if you need, I read them on the toast yesterday. Like, I just think Halsey really put it perfectly, like, why we shouldn't be making fun of Kanye. Right, I saw those. And so Jamie Lynn Spears screenshotted them and tweeted them herself, and her caption was, if you deal with mental illness or care for someone dealing with mental illness, then you know how important it is to respect the situation with privacy for the person and the family trying to protect their loved ones, no matter how it may appear to the public. And as a public, we must learn to do the same. I pray this doesn't bring shame to anyone dealing with mental illness. You are not alone, and you are loved. Sending all my love and prayers to all of you. So I guess a lot of people thought that, like, this might have some, you know, hidden messaging. I I understand that. So her well-intended message was met with criticism, especially from one commenter who questioned Britney's, quote, obvious mental illness in a comment on the Instagram post. The troll, oh my God, I love that Us Magazine referred to them as the troll. (laughs) That's the only way. The troll also asked why Jamie has not spoken out on the issue, and Jamie responded to this comment. You have no right to assume anything about my sister, and I have no right to speak about her mental and her health and personal matters. So true. Like, I guess a lot of people look to Jamie Lynn because she's, like, really active on Instagram. Look to her to be as, like, some sort of representative for Britney and the family. Right. But, like, if I was going through something or you were going through something, like, if I'm not talking about it, you can't talk about it. No, and literally, if this girl read Jamie's caption, she would know that she said, mental health is a private matter and the public must respect it. So then this commenter is literally doing the opposite, being like, aren't she going to say anything? Right. Like, shut up. It's personal. Defeats the purpose of what she's saying. Now, can you imagine just, like, I mean, I guess you can't imagine because I don't think you could really ever get in the mindset of being a troll. But, like, imagine if you were trolling, like, Jamie Lynn Spears' Instagram and you, like, left a nasty comment and then it made news um I actually one time oh no I, I didn't troll it it wasn't like a troll I didn't even realize I was trolling but there was like I'm not gonna name names I know who it is I, it's, it's a blogger couple right it's a blogger couple <laughs> and I, I I was like obsessed with them for a really long time this was like five years ago and um 
they like always post together me and my friend like always would send their stuff back and forth and I, and I realized like they'd been dating for so so long and I was like they never say love you so I just like wrote that in the comment and tagged my friend like lol and like I guess I didn't realize that they could possibly see it the husband like responded yeah like responded and was like lol love you at whoever the girl was and like it was just literally a fully put me in my place you know and like how did you feel I felt like a fucking loser I do, but like I didn't even realize I was trolling and then I was like I guess I was no but the thing is is like you become so obsessed with some someone or something that you don't even realize that at some point you evolve into a troll of it yeah no I I was horrified like honestly. have you met some of the former toasters you yeah, know I know I know So like it's really like a cycle where yeah. you become so obsessed that the only thing to do next is just to hate I didn't say it out of hate I was just like this isn't interesting to know. Like, maybe they haven't said it yet after three years of being together. Margo, maybe next time just do it in the DMs. No, no. Maybe next time just don't fucking say anything. Totally. If you don't have anything nice to say. And by the way, I never did it again. No, it's a real... Snatchler learned her lesson there. Snatchler learned learned her her lesson. lesson. But can you imagine, like, if you had... These are, like, bloggers, so they're not, like, high profile, but imagine if it ended up in Us Weekly. I would die. I would die. And, you know, part of me really wishes Us Magazine, like, ran this person's name just so we could start scaring the trolls back on, like, into their cabinets. I think that's considered doxing because they're probably a private. Oh, that's true. And I'm not, a, I'm not a supporter of doxing. No, that's true. Yeah. But I feel like if you put something out on a public platform. I know. I don't but know. But they're private citizens. You're totally right. And at the end of the day, like, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. And everyone, if you want to hate me, like, that is your American right to do so. And it's also my American right to respond course um now this next story is something i'm fascinated by and it's just such like an empowering moment for women okay um and the link won't load so just let's keep <laughs> okay. talking okay, okay now it's talking. here Na- from e online natalie portman serena williams and more stars are bringing a national women's soccer league team to la Ooh. the nwsl stands for national women's soccer league announced on tuesday that a professional women's soccer team is coming to la in spring 2022 while the team's official name and venue partner have yet to be announced the organization has formally dubbed itself angel city in honor of its new home the name and venue are expected to be revealed before the end of the year and the team is being brought to la by an investor group consisting of actress natalie portman tech venture capitalist Karen Norman, media and gaming entrepreneur Julie Ehrman, and venture capitalist Alexis Ohanian, which is uh, Serena Serena Williams' Williams' husband. Tennis champ Serena Williams and daughter Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr., whom Williams shares the Reddit co-founder, are part of the founding investor group as well, making the two-year-old one of the youngest investors in the sports biz. The daughter's an investor? Yeah. Interessant. I am proud to be a part of this wonderful group working to bring women's professional football club to Los Angeles, Ohanian said in a statement. Chiefly because I'm a fan of the game, but also because I believe there's a massive potential for the sport and it's been undervalued by too many people for far too long. Love that. As someone who spends hours kicking around a football with my two-year-old daughter, I want her to have a front row seat to this revolution. I'm personally investing on behalf of my family because creating more opportunities in women's sports is important to my wife and to me, and we want to be a part of making a better future. Is it football future. or soccer? Football. Oh, sorry. Soccer. What did I say? But you said football, but I know football and soccer sometimes. Mean when did I say football? You just said that they throw around the football all the time. And then you, you also said football to bring football to, to. Is it football or soccer? It's soccer. I never said, said football. football twice. I'm so did glad I? we're recording. No, no, no. I'm so glad we're recording because we can. Oh, sorry. Tapes. Ohanian called it a football club. You're right. But OK, I, but all that's right. soccer, right? Yes. Well, I'm yes. confused. Yes. I, he's OK. Yeah. But he says, oh, he must be British because I, as someone who spent hours kicking around a football. Okay. Okay. Well, that was confusing. Thank you. I just like, I knew I wasn't like fully losing my mind. Okay. Actresses Uzo Aduba, Jessica Chastain, America Ferreira, Jennifer Gardner, and Eva Longoria are also members of the founding investor group. In addition, the group includes late night talk show host Lily Singh. Oh. We love an influencer investor. (laughs) Um, That's so interesting. Like, I love just like a bunch of women, like rich women getting together and like, you know, forwarding the the female quotient yeah no honestly i didn't even really so i don't know why i can't get it's a soccer team it's a soccer team in la in la that's so fun why don't we have soccer do we have soccer teams all over the country we do it's like not a really mls there's major league soccer for men is like kind of popular and the uh the World Cup American team, the women's team, is very popular. Oh, they're, fa- they're fabulous. That's like Ali Krieger yeah, and yeah, her yeah. girl, like, sorry, wife. Um, they're fabulous. They're everything of the sort. And they kill it. And they literally make no money compared to the men. Right. Who I literally come this. in 16th place and still make 10 times and as much money. And they're world champions. Yes. So there's actually been, like, a huge conversation 
around soccer as it pertains to the gender gap because that's a perfect example where it's like people argue that like men's soccer is like more you know watched and more popular but like literally last year or like the last time no, the, I the American men's played they came in 16th place and they made more money than the women's team who won I know I remember this it's fucking wild it's fucking wild so soccer is on the rise in America it's really like a European thing I know but I'm glad that the the rich yeah, women really of LA the initiative yeah. they're like not waiting for someone else to do it they're doing it on their own you know I like love that they're really um innovative doing it all yeah I thought that was a really cool story that is a cool story I don't know why it was so hard for me to understand but it was a cool story um was that five stories because I'm all out um oh no I have one more I was about to say yeah you know doing the stories is hard I have major respect for Jackie I'm sweating like an animal every time I've co-hosted with you we've co-hosted like four times together that's a lot for you to be stressed from page six Katy Perry Taylor Swift ended feud publicly to be an example of redemption oh Katy Perry said she and Taylor Swift intentionally chose to end their long-running public feud publicly. While discussing her previously tumultuous relationship with the lover songstress, 35-year-old Katy Perry told Howard Stern that appearing in Taylor Swift's You Need to Calm Down video provided young women with an example of redemption. Quote, gossip and lies, they take the elevator, but the truth takes the stairs, and it just takes time. Time will tell my story, Perry said on Sirius XM's Howard Stern Show. What I'm so grateful for is that we did get to make up and we made up publicly and we got to be an example of redemption for young girls. What story is she talking about? I don't know. It seems like she's still harboring some yeah, resentment. What, what is she waiting for? What's the truth? What even happened? It was like a bunch of bullshit with some backup dancers. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Who maybe cares? there's more to it. But like Katy Perry seems like she's burying the hatchet, but like keeping while, a map. Yeah, while holding a grudge. I bury hatchets, but I keep maps of where I put them. Reputation proceeds. That was like an amazing metaphor. I just yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. The Daisy singer said she and Swift now wish each other nothing but the best. It's hard for young girls growing up with cliques and high school and pettiness and all that stuff. So now we're super friendly and I've always wanted the best for her and we could talk about the best we want for each other. Swift, 30, and Perry's feud reportedly began after Perry basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour, Swift claimed to Rolling Stone in 2014. It wasn't publicly known that Swift and Perry even had a feud until the magazine cover story, which then let everyone believe that Swift's bad blood was about Katy Perry. So yeah, it's something about dancers. It was never made like really clear. clear. But I agree that um, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift like both intentionally wanted to put it behind them because they both try and be good role models. And it's really so petty that like, two girls in the same field like can't get along no totally but I also just like don't think that they make good friends like just based off of everything she was saying like I think that they are genuinely civil but like they're not uh, they're not trying to have a good friendship because I don't think that they're just compatible yeah some people like not everyone is meant to be friends Uh, most people aren't and the older you get you realize like maybe you like you were born like near someone or you went to school with someone who like you were just not meant to be friends with oh my god I've learned that this year like wholeheartedly yeah you just you start to realize things and you like don't have to be friends with people no no, no. And you don't have to be friends with everyone no i agree i think i've maybe taken that lesson like a little too to heart because i have no friends I have but like two i think it's better yeah i'd rather quality over quantity exactly um so with this Katy perry thing it does feel like she's still mad yeah or just like she's definitely holding a grudge maybe it's just the way it's transcribed maybe if you like watch the video of the howard stern interview it's like not, it's lighthearted. yeah but i definitely am getting like a mad vibe from this. yes 100 she sounds really angry like the truth takes the stairs like what the fuck does that mean oh my god i, I couldn't follow that one um okay now that the stories are done like i'm Stopping sweating. Can you chill for a I, sec? I can chill. And we're going to do Dear Toasters. Oh, I love that. Which is really becoming a real staple here at the Morning Toast. For those who don't know, Dear Toasters is our advice segment. It's every Wednesday. And if you want to email us, we'll always keep it anonymous. You can write us in about anything from, I don't really know, but just relationships, relationship, work, wedding. The email is deartoasters at gmail.com. And we always keep it anonymous. So you don't have to worry about that. And today we have some good ones. Ready, Margo? I'm ready. I mean, Jackie, like... I always come out with like crazy advice and Jackie's like the one with like, you know, the more she like sees the big picture. She's yeah. very wise. I feel like between you and I, we're about to dole out some terrible advice. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jackson Claudes. Ooh, okay. We're on a nickname basis. I'm dying. My husband and I have been married for five years and I've been wearing my engagement ring for six. About four months ago, I casually mentioned upgrading my one carat solitaire to two carat. My husband scoffed and said, heck no, that's a representation of our love and where we started. So I dropped it. Not the ring. She dropped the topic. I, I got it. Well, flash forward to this week when I woke up on Friday morning with no engagement ring on my finger, just my plain old wedding band. I'm a crazy sleeper and I found my engagement ring just chilling in the bed when I've woken up a couple times before. I've been convinced that I took it off and maybe accidentally hit it while I was sleepwalking. That's how nuts I am while slumbering. Oh, wow. 
This reminds me of a story um, about a girl who swallowed her engagement ring while she was sleeping I remember a few that. years ago. Yeah. After tearing apart my entire house, searching high and low, I still can't find it. I feel terrible telling my husband, but he didn't seem all that upset because insurance. So my question is, if and when I get a replacement, should I request that second carrot I brought up to... I brought up six months ago. I, I've proven I can't be trusted with jewelry. So how do I convince my husband I still deserve a bigger, better diamond given my history? Thanks, a blingy toaster. This is very interesting. This is very interesting. It has so many different facets. Layers. Well, I just want to say, if you know that you're like an animalistic sleeper, which I am, don't sleep with your jewelry on. I don't. Right. But what if she, it might not matter. Like if she leaves it on her bedside table and she sleepwalks, she might do the same thing. Just get a safe. Yeah. Maybe. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not a therapist, but... If you, every time you sleep, your subconscious wants to attack your engagement ring, I do think there might be more to unpack here, but I'm not going to get into that because it sounds like you have a nice marriage. Right. No, I think that that there's two things that you could do here. I think you're right. You get a safe. And I think that if you're getting a new ring, yeah, duh. 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 Ask for the upgrade. But then also take practical measures to ensure that this doesn't happen again. And just keep getting insurance. You can get a new ring every year if you like lose it in your sleep once a year. Right. Or just don't lose it in your sleep by putting it in a safe. Yeah, but um, definitely upgrade the ring. Like, there are some people, like... Unless she can get into the safe while she's sleepwalking. <laughs> Wait, why not? What, is she Elon Musk when she's sleepwalking? Some people are, like, so awake and alert. But she just said she doesn't sleepwalk. She's just, like, an animal. She said sleepwalk. Did she? Yes. She said she sleeps like an animal and sleepwalks. I'm a crazy sleeper, and I found my engagement ring just chilling in the bed. When I've woken up a couple times before. It doesn't sound like she sleepwalks. But then she said that she's scared that she hit it while she sleepwalked. Oh, yeah. Sleepwalking. You're right. Yes. She did say that. Well, you have such a good memory. Thank you. Um, this is a real pickle. But the question pickle? that she... Pickle? The question she's asking is, should I upgrade the ring? And the answer is 100%. Like, Absolutely. I know that there are people... People love to praise, like, Chip and Joanna Gaines because they're, like, billionaires. And she still wears the ring that Chip gave her 45 years ago. And, like, that's while a that's, personality trait. While that's admirable, I would just never fucking do that. Like, yeah, no. I, if I am a billionaire, I want the ring that reflects that of a billionaire. And I don't think that's so crazy. I agree. Um, so I feel you, girl. Like, you, you've evolved in your life. You're upgrading. Upgrade that shit. There's no shame in upgrading. There's no shame in not upgrading either. It's just, like, I would never do it. Right. Next up. I hope that was helpful. I think it was. Hi, Claudia and Jackie. I've gone back and forth writing, about, uh, writing in because I've almost given up, but maybe you can give me a different perspective. Ever since I can remember, my older sister has always posted more risque photos on her social media. Wow, this, did you write this in about me, Margo? Yeah. Sometimes I'll cringe because I know all my relatives see it, but I never felt it was my place to say anything. Fast forward to now, my sister has now started an OnlyFans account. Oh, man. She promotes it on all her social media. All my relatives now know, as well as my parents. I'm all about empowering women, but I'm worried she's going to go down a bad path selling photos of herself. I'm even more worried about her safety. I know it's easy to say, don't judge, it's her life, who cares? But when it's your own sister, it is much harder to do so. Both myself and my mom have tried to talk to her about it, but she just shuts us down as, and is insistent on moving forward with it. Am I being too judgmental or should I approach it from another way? Sincerely, a defeated Steen. Wait, before you say anything, I just want to say we spoke about OnlyFans and porn a lot last week and... I got a bunch of messages and I found something out that was really crazy. It's like, I, I know what you're about to say. A lot of the free porn like on the internet um, is like they're the, the stars are either being like trafficked or are being like manipulated and like so mistreated. And it's like terrible. It's not like they chose to do porn and like now they're filming a movie. It's like it, there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes of free porn. And that's why OnlyFans has been so embraced because it's like it's people who want to work in the adult entertainment industry, like taking back their power like I, making yeah. their own content making their own money those girls who like star in some of those movies like literally get paid like 15 dollars no like, i know so i take back what i said last week OnlyFans is actually a fabulous platform um but i could see like if your sister's on it and you m that might make you uncomfortable right and like so i was gonna say at first like it's not her responsibility if anything it's her parents because especially if they know about it i feel like if they want it to change like it's on them it's not on her but if they said something, if they both said something and she still doesn't care, I don't really know what else you can do but, like, be there for her. And I just, agree. And just, like, watch what happens, you know? Yeah, no, it's like at the end of the day, wouldn't you rather she be doing this on OnlyFans, which is, like, a safe platform? Yeah. With your support, so, like, you can always be there for her if anything happens, rather than, like, then she cuts you off because you're, like, quote-unquote disappointed in her. Like, right. at the end of the day, it's her life. And while that may, not, might not be the choice that you would make for your life, like, I do think you have to respect that it's her choice and just try and be, like, a little less judgmental if you can. And you can say that you tried. 
to like get her to stop or whatever and it didn't work which is fine so just be there for her and I do understand the safety aspect like of, of them being scared for her safety even though I don't really know enough about the platform that I don't know if your safety could be pulled into question I don't I mean it's like a it's behind a paywall so it's like really it's actually very secure and I know a lot of um, like YouTubers have started using it. Tana yeah. Mojo has one. Trisha Paytas. I don't. Know, I don't think there's like any shame in doing it. Like I know, like we were See, raised just because to, you wouldn't do it doesn't mean someone else can. Right. And I think like we were raised to be like conservative ladies. But like at the end of the day, like this is what the girl wants to do with her life, and she's making it's good 20, money. Twenty twenty, bitch. Do whatever you want. Yeah, and she's feeling empowered. Like I do think you have to just get on board. Yeah. Or not if it goes against you know something like your religious values, and you can't. You, you don't have to support it. But at the end of the day, if she's your sister and you just want her to be happy, like and this is what she's doing, and she's safe and making good money and, and happy be with herself and it's feeling empowered i think we have no choice but to to to, to, support. to support yeah i agree uh, that might be easier said than done because we're not in her shoes but right. i just think you should give it a shot that's my advice um hi i've been listening to the toast slash breath since the beginning and i've been waiting to have a conundrum to write about i started this email at around 4 a.m when i realized that i perioded the bed <laughs> i wasn't supposed to get my period for a few days so i did not sleep with a tampon mistake number one story I, of my life i woke up to go to the bathroom and realized my underwear was a mess and that my white sheets under where i had slept were a mess too my boyfriend was asleep next to me with no clue what had happened i'm now wide awake trying to figure out how to play this situation we were both we both Work in school, so we are off for the summer and home all day. He's an incredible guy and would clean my blood-filled sheets any day, but selfishly, I don't want him to think a 20, his 25-year-old girlfriend can't handle having her period. Should I just try and quickly wash the sheets without him noticing, come back, come clean without him noticing? Looking forward to hearing both of your takes. Love a seeing red toaster. Okay, listen. I don't know. No. You could do whatever you want. Like, if you want to just hide and hide it and do it, that's totally on you but you can so be open about it also just because you're 25 years old doesn't mean you can't handle your period do you know how many times people's period comes early like you it's, don't know no you don't know it's so not your fault as women we need to stop acting like ashamed of our period no like, like literally there's absolutely nothing we can do about it there's nothing we can do about it and if you ever want to be like here's an embarrassing story that'll trump yours and um taylor strecker told it to me stop. and it's the funniest story and I love, and it's about a celebrity, and I don't know if she's ever named the celebrity, so I'm not going to name, because I don't want to, like, shame. Yeah, don't name names. But um, Taylor Strecker was at a fabulous party in L.A., and this major, like, megastar okay. model came in and sat on the arm of a couch right by Taylor, and Taylor's purse was underneath the, um, the ass of the supermodel. And she got up after an hour, and it turns out that the supermodel had her period and actually bled on Taylor's purse. And instead, Taylor wasn't going to say anything. She, like, didn't want to embarrass. But the girl turned around and was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She literally got Taylor's address, sent her a brand new purse. Wow, that's so And nice. she was so apologetic. But she could have, like, gotten up and pretended, like, and, like, literally, like, no, just. No, I mean, she definitely did the right thing. No, of course. But, like, I just thought it was cool how, like, she wasn't embarrassed by it. She, like, thought it was hilarious. I think she maybe even, like, took a picture about it and, like, tweeted it. Um and it was just, like, a cool way to be, like, open about it. Yeah. And I just think, like, if we st start running from our periods, and especially this guy, he's going to be with, he, five, you're together five years. What happens when you give a baby and you shit the bed in the hospital? No, like, yeah, like, it's, I think it's so, you're getting in your head about it. It's really not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Like, do you know how many times um, Ben and I in a hotel have had to flee the scene when I stay in the sheets? Like, it's it's a part of being a woman, and until we stop That's because you always call your period over way too soon. That's true. I do have a problem with just, like, deciding. I'm like, hi, my period's over, and my vagina's like, but we're still here yeah um but that's just how I choose to live my life and that is my right to do so as a woman with ovaries right so I encourage you to just be open about it like and honestly I feel like if if there's a guy who like reacts like ew bled, he's gotta go he's gotta go because he's a two-year-old and he's not meant for you because you deserve a, a mature man yeah no 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 like uh when you're dating someone with the point of getting married that's like you want to have kids together you want to go through life together it's like you want to be partners so it's like a period so is the worst is the least of it right. right so if he can't handle a little period stain i'm sorry he is not the man for you Bye. -bye. and that's on period <laughs> that's on period um okay so those were our dear toasters thank you to everyone who wrote in very brave of you um, if you would like to ever write into Dear Toasters, the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. And like I said, we always keep it anonymous. Um, okay. So I'm, I want to talk to you. Okay. We got a lot of questions for you because like I said, you haven't been on in a while. Right. 
And there's so many been, you know, like life, life updates, your new YouTube channel, getting laid off. And I think a lot of people want to know what it's like to be a fabulous girl living in New York without a job. You are a girl with no job. You should take over the Instagram. Yeah. Um, from Lark's Rich, would you come back to the toast for a full-time job while searching for a job? Um, I would, however, my position has been filled and it should stay that way. And I don't know. I just... I feel like it was hard enough to leave once. I don't want to have to do it again. I'm sorry. There's breaking news. What? 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 Kim Kardashian has posted a statement on her Instagram story. No, you don't have to look at your phone. I'm going to show okay, you but it I right just, now. I really want to visualize it, okay? As many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about this, how, about how this has affected us at home because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconception about mental health. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is powerless unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and, under and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process of getting help no matter how hard family and friends try. I understand that Kanye is subject to criticism because he is a public figure and his actions at times can cause strong opinions and emotions. He's a brilliant but complicated person who, on top of the pressures of being an artist and a black man, who experienced the painful loss of his mother and has to deal with the pressure and isolation that is heightened by his bipolar disorder. Those who are close with Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. Living with bipolar disorder does not diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unobtainable they may feel to some. That is part of his genius and as we have all witnessed many of his big dreams have come true we as a society talk about giving grace to the issue of mental health as a whole however we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it at times when they need it the most i kindly ask that the media and public give us compassion and empathy that is needed so that we can get through this thank you for those who have expressed concern for kanye's well-being and for your understanding with love and gratitude kim kardashian west well wow. i mean I mean, that's what I wanted to hear from, like, from her. That was her basically squashing everything. Also, her signing off Kim Kardashian West, I yeah. think, was a statement. Like, I'm not getting divorced. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like the Kardashians over the years have never drawn a line in the sand. Like, they open up about everything. Big scandal, Kim's robbery in Paris. Like, from the big stuff to the little stuff, they have literally let us feast on them for everything, no matter how painful it right. is for each of them. And for this, I feel like they are drawing a line, being like, Kanye is bipolar and I feel like that's an appropriate place to draw a line for media and press right and if people don't respect this like I will be really upset yeah okay but like you know those shitty tabloids are like gonna just live like, for it live for it but I'm but so I think she just needed to get something out there and also like that's for like people like us like the people like just like normal people I, I like I wish the media would listen but they don't listen to shit so yeah I think that's just for like telling us every like that they need their space and you know I never really thought about it because like if if someone's a minor and they suffer from bipolar disorder like their parent or legal guardian like they have to do what the guardian or parent says um but when someone's an adult like they can make the decision to not get treatment yeah thus making it really hard for the family and people around them right that's really sad honestly i just really i i'm sending positive vibes Same. prayers wishes everything because that's really difficult to deal with on a normal basis. And at this level of fame they are, I can only imagine how like terrifying and painful it is. I can't imagine. But I'm glad she said something. And I'm glad we were able to report on it. Right Me too. Now. Like, I'm so glad we did such a long episode. Because right. if that had broke after this episode. I, I mean, and, I, just and I delivered some shitty ass Katy Perry stories. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay. Did you answer the question? Yeah, I said basically my position has been failed and it should stay that way. And I, I, it was hard enough to leave the first time. I don't want to have to do it again. As the Snatcher, are you excited for Claire season? What, what did you think about Claire, the selection of Claire? Honestly, I loved how diverse the men were. And honestly, they looked very hot. And like normally from the photos, like no one really ever looks that good. Agreed. But they looked very hot from the photos, which I can only imagine what they look like actually. But I just have to say like, I just can't explain it. I'm like not that jazz for a season. Like I just want to jump to Matt James's. Me too. From Erin Christine, we need a detailed apartment tour. I'm working on it. I just have to clean my apartment and I never want to do that. So are you going to do happens. it on your YouTube or YouTube. would you do it for our Patreon? No, it's going to be on my YouTube. Okay. Um, also from Erin Christine, are you going to job hunt? And like, are you job hunting? I am job hunting, but there's nothing. Like we are living in a pandemic where right. the unemployment rate has never been so high. So like, yeah, I'm looking, but it doesn't mean anything. Bita Shokrian. Um, which one of you or Nicole in your apartment has the bigger bedroom? Oh, Nicole. That is such a good question. 
Hannah Mordecai, how do you stay so snatched during quarantine? Um, well, I've had nothing better to do but to get slim and trim. So, like, I've just been taking advantage of the time that I have. Yeah, clearly me too. What's your favorite online workout? Mine's Open Fit. Oh, duh. Um, Maya Doherty, what has your, been your favorite quarantine purchase? Um, I bought myself a computer. And like, like a laptop? Yeah, like a laptop. And it truly has, like, changed my life. Okay. Pretty practical. M. Ginder, would you ever have another scene on your YouTube channel? Or are you trying to keep it mostly to just you and your friends? Yeah, that's true. I have not been. been yeah, honestly, I just feel like I would 100% have other people on it. I, I just haven't. Like, you yeah, know, I mean, like you're on my show on YouTube right now. So yeah. it's like a swap. I feel like it's only fair. Should we do like one of those swaps, you know? Yeah. Who's your favorite YouTuber besides the morning toast? Emma Chamberlain. Adair. Oh, yeah. What do you like about her? Uh, I don't know. I just like love her. I think she's so funny without trying to be. And she has like such cool style. And I also think she's beautiful. And I also love that like she like talks about mental health and like not such a serious way, but she just like sheds light on it. And like what? I forgot. Major update in your life is that you started going to therapy. Yes. How was that going? It's good. You like it? Yeah. Do you cry? Uh, yeah. 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 All the time. Not all the time. Depend like every session? No, no, no. Okay. But like most. Most. Yeah. Do you feel like a bit like a difference in your everyday day to day? Not yet. I mean, I, I, I've only done like five or six sessions. So like, I feel like it's too soon. Like we're still getting the download on my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like I'm getting like tools to like help myself when I'm like. And all the sessions are via Zoom. Yeah, which I hate. Yeah, it's like weird. Are you it's excited so to like get back in the I office? I feel like I'll like it way more totally. when it's in the office, but I've never done it in the office. Um, I really want to switch gears. Like I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I wanted to get your take on some of the news we spoke about yesterday because we did a lot of TikTok news because there were so many different updates in the TikTok world. Addison Rae um, announced that she's doing a Spotify Originals podcast. I listened to it. And I would like to know what you think about that idea as her next project and then what the actual episode was like like do you think that was the right move I don't know if I think it was the right move mainly just because I feel like she's gonna do a few episodes and then like stop yeah um but do you listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast no see I agree like I feel like it's the same like I don't know why Emma Chamberlain like did a podcast but she's going strong yeah but um I listened to it I've say it was 24 minutes which is mad slow a lot very choppy a lot of like just like production like music and stuff like oh. that like sounds um but I will say I was impressed by like how well Addison was able to just like host because mm -hmm. she was the one who was like steering the ship and she did a great job. Um, her mom, they were talking about like really private things. So it made me feel like, you know, when someone talks about like private things that it makes you feel uncomfortable to know these things. Thousand percent. So that's how I felt. But I was, it was interesting to like learn about like her growing up and like her life before all of what this. did you learn um, that she like grew up with like in like an RV or a trailer and that she kept like. Like she kept moving. She was bullied a lot. Like it was, wow. it was not what you would expect, honestly. Right. So it was just like interesting. And but, that makes her rise to fame like all the more impressive. Yeah, I remember people always being like, she comes from money. And I was like, where do you know that? And right. then she like says this and I'm like, I don't know if that's true. And then the other major news was the D'Amelio sisters being the face of M2, the new Morphe brand of and makeup. And people were like, they don't even fucking wear makeup. Well, that's true. And I did watch a video they did in collaboration with James Charles it was like a sponsored video for M2 oh. where they did a beauty battle and they each had to do half his face and Charlie actually did like a bomb makeup look and Dixie literally did clown makeup and I get that like Dixie's thing is like to be funny and, and like, like do everything poorly like she's yeah. a bad dancer but like when you're the face of a makeup line like I think it, it should show in the video that you at least know how to use the makeup and to me I feel like it was like not good but charlie actually did like a bomb glitter like eyeliner moment yeah charlie's just like everything are you sort. a charlie not to pit women against another yeah. but are you like are you a charlie or an addison girl honestly i'm an addison girl me too i just also like fucking love her and bryce hall you do oh my god i think he's so hot so according to you are they dating yes okay so i don't think bryce hall is hot at all but you know who i like wouldn't kick out of bed no back yes he's so cute too. how did you know i was gonna say that <laughs> because the whole world's obsessed with him right now oh really yeah well that video of him like the one that like started his career the, was the oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is handsome oh wait how old is he 19 handsome oh my god oh i mean and you know those boys like that's the sway house yes the houses have confused me because there was the hype house and i totally understood that yeah hype is like no longer relevant or if it is it's sad who's in hype house like still Lil huddy thomas oh my little huddy's so sad yeah no no honestly you don't really oh like Nick, um what's his name alex warren fake david dobrik okay people really don't like it <laughs> when i read his comments like they're so mean to him <laughs> i know and i totally like I don't like like him either, but the, he gets so much hate. I mean, TikTok hate is like Nessa Barrett. I 
she worries me to be honest just justice for her like i know she she kissed the wrong boy but like come on she gets some of the craziest hate i've ever seen like i don't know i don't know how she does it yeah and then it's like charlie and addison who are like arguably the biggest tiktokers they get so much hate too but they get so many opportunities and like projects and they're hanging out with the kardashians it's easier to stomach and swallow all that when you're getting that fucking paycheck or when you're getting paparazzi outside nobu malibu you know but all these other kids are like still relatively normal but like kind of famous and i feel like the hate really gets to them oh it's God, really I'm, sad i mean i wouldn't be able to handle it so back to morphe too what are your thoughts on the collab I and mean, the, just the line in general they so many things like they should have named it something else like what about morphe z if it's supposed to be thing. gen z m2 like Why, like it's, it's just like morphe point 2.0 like it's just stupid oh wait, is that what it's supposed to be it's, like yeah yeah okay. it's, it's for like gen z makeup so it's like not supposed to be a lot of makeup it's mm-hmm. just like things you could like like claire's makeup yeah, yeah yeah um i mean listen they are arguably the biggest stars in the world right now so like good for them and good for morph honestly morphe morph morph i don't, I don't, morphe. I don't know what it's called but um i do understand like the the debate that's like they don't even wear makeup this this doesn't track right but i'm happy for them me too um personal update and your life question did you ever finish friends no that is so weird i had the last two episodes but i know what happens but so why don't you watch it it's so good i don't like feeling like nostalgic or sad about a show you know that's really strange it gets to me um what do you think about matt james being the bachelor oh my god i fucking love him i actually can't wait i feel like have we met him yes when we were at tyler's apartment and he was so nice and handsome right so nice and handsome so tall um okay everyone i'm sorry i think i just had one more question for you um from brennan thomas welsh if you could pick any actress to play you in a movie who would it be margot robbie why do you think you look like her no we have the same name oh okay but she doesn't look like you (laughs) <laughs> no i'm just saying like, <laughs> miley cyrus looks like you like you get celebrity doppelgangers like take it easy. honestly why wouldn't you want addison ray or olivia Shut culpo, oh, what, olivia did, culpo. what did you think about the olivia culpo movie we watched <laughs> the other day i love her i love her too yeah and let's just leave it at that yeah um so that's it anything you want to say promote push Ooh, um follow me on instagram subscribe to my youtube channel it's just at margo a new video will be going up probably by the time you watch what's this. at margo my youtube channel i changed it did you not know that it's just margo yeah it's not snitch in the city no it's just margo why don't we have a meeting about this rebrand uh i spoke to jackie about it <gasps> <laughs> you did not she was, you don't like, value my opinion in the no, youtube no, no, space honestly yeah no, no 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 i was just like i didn't want to really do snitch in the city honestly because my name wasn't really attached to the youtube channel at all so if someone were to search me it wouldn't really come up and then so i was going to do like my name and then jackie was like you should just do margo mainly because there's no like influencers whose names are margo and you should like hone in and mon- monopolize on that and i was like okay it wasn't really a discussion it just kind of happened in a conversation and then i just did it words can hurt i'm sorry that i'm so you know you're, okay. no you're not no, i'm you're so not. offended no you're not and it's fine. No, you know, it's you actually did me a favor because now I know what you think of me <laughs> and where we stand. And I'm just going to treat others the way that they treat, treat me. Treat unto others as others treat unto you. The you got golden it. rule. You got it. I'm you so got upset. It. No, you know that YouTube's like, you got it. You, 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 you got, got it. it. I mean, literally all I do is talk and think and watch me TikTok. Me too. It's so annoying because people don't so understand where I'm, what I'm saying. So apparently there's been a rebrand that I did not know about, <laughs> but it's at Margo on YouTube, YouTube, Margot on Instagram. The Snatcher returns in September. September, whenever we get a premiere date from ABC, is when we'll get a premiere date for the Snatch. That's very exciting. Thank you so much for being Thank here, you for having me, offering us your wisdom and your insight and your beauty and your grace. Thank you. She's beauty. She's, she's great. She's Miss, Miss United, United States. States. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast. <clears throat> The Millennial Morning Show, where we go live Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, no, we don't. Sorry. I have to, I have to come up with a new shit. Oh, my shtick. God, shit. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Show, The Millennial Morning Show, where we post videos on our YouTube channel Monday through Friday, and we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Show and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Goodbye.